three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. And tonight we are back. Uh, I have Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier here to discuss uh, some more of your favorite topic, UFOs. Uh, this time around, we're going to go a little little darker, I think. Um, yes. We're going to get into more of the... Uh, how the UFO phenomenon kind of wound its way into the into right wing ideology and how you see it today uh, through the, through the likes of uh, <clears throat> uh, um uh, we'll just say somebody whose uh, <laughs> whose name whose first name rhymes with sucker. Um, that's also, not defi- was, that's also- not the word I was going to use. But <laughs> use your imagination, kids. But uh, I try to keep this a little clean. <laughs> yes, sucker. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll end up mentioning his name during this episode, but. Uh, Steve, what do you got for us? <laughs> um, well, you know, and this is a, a kind of now a few things, I guess three things to be to begin with. With one, um, as you know, um, and as a lot of the people who listen to this know, I am very much on the political left. Okay, so really, you know, I'm yes. Um, <laughs> hence the handle Doc Pinko. Yes, um, because I have a doctorate. And I'm a Marxist. Um, so let's just so just so that everybody, you know, transparency and all that kind of thing. I am very much on the left politically. Also, I'm not necessarily going to be argue. I'm not not going to necessarily say that there are no conspiracy minded people on the left, because trust me, there certainly are. Oh, you um, think? Uh... <laughs> um, we're just going to be talking about it because it, within the UFO community, there's been a kind of an upsurge in the right hmm. conspiratorial ideas. And third, I just want to say that not everybody in the UFO community follows this, you know, because right. I, I follow the UFO community a bit and there are people within the UFO community who are, who are completely horrified by this um, and who have been advocating against this. Um, quite strenuously. Um, so, so keep that in mind that um, we're talking about a, a min- perhaps an, a minority, but a very vocal minority of the UFO right. community, right. collective. Uh, and, and just full disclosure here, I'm kind of a left-leaning, uh, more left-leaning independent. Uh, I also live in the U.S., so, you know... <laughs> Yeah, also, I live in Canada. So. Yeah, yeah, he lives in Canada, so he can be a Marxist. Uh, I can. I, I can't be a Marxist in the U.S. without getting harassed, so. <laughs> but you're not a Marxist anyway, so. No, I'm not, so. So don't harass him. That's not him trying to pretend that he's a Marxist. He's not a Marxist, so. <laughs> don't harass not a Marxist, Jason. I swear. Don't harass Jason. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing to come out of this this talk is don't harass Jason. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> 
And if you do, uh, at Illuminati Pod. Yeah, so, at, don't... at Oliver Rockside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all righty. So, so when... I, I don't know I don't know if this is a pertinent question, but about when did the 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 whole UFO thing start whine, like getting its getting its teeth into the political spectrum? Well, it's always been kind of there. Um, you know, um, go. I mean, I'm go back to the '90s. You know, think think of like the X Files and stuff like that. Right. Um, and, and there's a guy in in the 1990s um, named Stephen Greer, hmm. and he kind of starts this whole what he refers to as the disclosure movement. And he's really he's not the only one. He's not the he's not really the first one, although he claims to be the first one. Um, but he he's the first one to really sort of in a kind of coherent way, talk about these ideas that we think about now of government cover-ups, you know, and things like that, going back to, to Roswell and things like that, that there is a, there is a kind of parallel government. Right. To the existing elected government hmm. and a, a, a parallel anti-constitutional government that even at times the elected president is unaware of. Hmm. Um, and obviously this go this in, in part goes back to uh, Roswell, um, you know, where Roswell becomes that kind of beginning point. Right. Uh, but interestingly enough, Roswell, and this is this is where I have my my visual prop, which hmm. you will be able to see. Yes. Ro Roswell, um, although for us, Roswell is this kind of very central event. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that it, it doesn't become that kind of central event until until the 1980s um, with uh, this book, the Roswell Incident, uh -huh. um, by Charles Berlitz, the the language guy, um, the Berlitz School and stuff like that, hmm. um, and William L. Moore, who who published the Roswell Incident in 1980, and they're the first ones really to take Roswell, the incident at Roswell, and begin this kind of this idea of the cover up right you know right. um you know you know that that there were not just an alien crash but aliens were recovered mm -hmm. dead aliens were recovered and live aliens were recovered wow. you know and then the this the government sort of um gets into some kind of um coalition with the aliens or they start learning from the aliens but of course they don't want the people to find out mm -hmm. because that would cause mass hysteria height height of the cold war that whole stuff you don't want you don't want the soviets to find out right, right? this idea of national security which leads the um american government initially to kind of hide this this discovery and then we get the cover-up right mm -hmm. and all I, I, we won't go in, we don't need necessarily to go in too much into depth of roswell but the but the whole cover-up with with jesse martell and right. you know it it, be, it being a, a a weather balloon um and then not being a weather balloon that that kind of cover-up then sort of in the 80s that kind of takes on that kind of almost sinister cover-up sort of shade to to the story right 
Yeah, uh, if, if you want to know more about Roswell, uh, there's a site called Wikipedia. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's uh, Roswell, there's, there's a lot. Area 51, all, all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. But that doesn't really start, as I said, until the 80s, mm-hmm. right? So, so for 33 years, like whatever happened at Roswell happened because right. something did happen. Um, I doubt it was aliens, but <laughs> but yeah, me something too. did happen. <laughs> um, um, and then for 33 years, nothing. Right. And then then Berlitz and Moore come along and write the book, The Roswell Incident, and sort of re stokes it for a, a new generation, which then, of course, now, you know, UFO people hate to talk about Roswell because it's just so ubiquitous and so in the culture that they, mm-hmm. they don't want to talk about it because it, it's been done to death. Right. <laughs> and, I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, and, and really it's it. I mean, you know, when, when Star Trek Deep Space Nine mocks it. Mm hmm. Right. You know, then, you know, because there's an episode where Quark and his other Ferengis, they're the ones who crash at Area uh. 51. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and it's this kind of comic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so, I, I, I'm trying to remember because I, I watched the entire series, but I've only been through it once. So, yeah, it, yeah. it probably just blended in with, uh, you know, some something about, uh, you know, Klingons and. Uh, yeah. The Dominion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was kind of this, you know, that it was going through this story arc where it was really dark and and serious and political. So they threw mm-hmm. this one episode in, which was mm-hmm. which was kind of a comic episode, right? Um, so, um, it, it, just to relieve the 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 mm-hmm. the stress of the main story arc. Yes. Huh. So, and so what develops out of this is. Um, and I, I find this interesting because um, I'm nerdy and weird like this, mm-hmm. is that one of the things that Stephen Greer talks about is that the last president to have any kind of meeting with the aliens is Eisenhower. Hmm. Right. And Eisenhower, when he leaves government, he gives this speech like this is this is an actual speech. It's not about aliens, but where he talks about. Um, the uh, military-industrial complex. Ah, yes. And he gives a warning about the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. And so then Greer picks up on this, and he kind of runs with it and says, okay, so this is who's running the, the, the parallel government, this mm-hmm. uh, military-industrial complex. Yep. And so, and then it's like, Eisenhower has tried to speak the truth. Mm-hmm. And so now because Eisenhower has tried to speak the truth, they've had to go they had, they've had to go underground. Mm-hmm. You know, um Yeah, that that's, you know, um convenient. Um Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right. You know, and 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 again, you know, it, he he sees it very much now he refers to it as a military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Today we would probably refer to it as the deep state. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. But they're essentially talking about the same thing. Hmm. Now, there So apparently there's there's two deep states. There's a real deep state. There's like yeah. uh it it would be more like our intelligence services and, you know, clandestine services that really you don't want to for for them to be exposed would put them in danger like yeah. like you would have uh you know uh CIA dark ops and stuff like that yeah. working in 
uh, you know, working in hostile countries. Mm-hmm. Then there's the deep state, the one that everyone hears about. Yeah. And that is, yeah, the 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 conspiracy basically yeah. um you know the the hidden government the lizard people who are controlling yeah. everything and you know that yeah, stuff and, <laughs> and 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 if you listen to a lot of stories about the ufos you know and and because this is this is my main idea is that kind of conspiracy minded paranoia is part of some part of the ufo community to begin with right and then you come along with um, Mr. Sucker um, and his political agenda. Mm. And it's easy for people who already believe that there's a government cover-up mm-hmm. about aliens to believe that there are other cover-ups, right? And so right. it's, it's a, because you've, you've already kind of convinced yourself that this exists. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for somebody with uh, a, a a more overt political agenda to use that and to attract people over to, you know, that, that idea that, you know, JFK is going to come back and become vice president. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, yeah, not, not just JFK junior either. I mean, yeah, these people, no. these people are convinced that JFK senior is coming yeah. back. Uh, yeah. if you listened, uh, two weeks ago, uh, when I had Squiddy on, we we talked a lot about this, uh, yeah, the 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 whole QAnon thing, and just just had a you know a pleasant conversation about QAnon, yeah. <laughs> if that's yeah. even if that's something that's even possible, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so like I say, it, it's easy for because because people have already convinced themselves that there's a cover up going on, and that mm-hmm. the deep the deep state exists. Well, of course they're doing this. Of course. Right. Of course, what other people are saying, they're doing this as well. So it's not it's not a big leap. Mm-hmm. And again, this is only this is not everybody in the UFO community, but there there are people who who sort of believe in this paranoid kind of conspiracy theory, and that and that's already there. Mm-hmm. And and if you look if you look at UFO stories, right? I, I always sort of talk about UFO stories, kind of like the way I talk about King Arthur, um, is that that King Arthur is this figure that stories sort of develop around right right and so what happens is you get some kind of incident in uh, you uh, an alleged ufo incident and then you get all these stories that start coming around around them you 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 get sort of stories about you know an alleged craft alleged crash alien craft Mm -hmm. and suddenly the army shows up right or black helicopters show up, mm-hmm. or these military-looking people show up, but they're not—you're qu- not quite sure who they are. Mm-hmm. And then, a little bit later, when the witnesses are home, they get the knock on the door, yep. and it's the men in black, mm-hmm. right? And I don't mean Will Smith. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the the men in black kind of there and sort of warning them not to tell anybody. So you get all of these stories that they get things attached to it. They get other stories attached to it. Right. Right. You know, in the same way that, that we, we see with, with Roswell in area 51, you know, something happened there, but then people like Berlitz and more come along and they start adding stories. Mm-hmm. They take store, they take ideas from other places, right. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you know, the, the men in black even show up in like the Mothman story, hmm. which is not a UFO story at all. Right. It's some kind of weird creature story. Right. Um, but it, it shows up in, in, in that story, the, the men in black. And so these, the, this sort of idea of this conspiratorial group, the, that we don't know about that the, the elected government doesn't know about, they, it's, it's like any conspiracy, you know, you don't need evidence for it. Right. You can right. just attach the stories to it. And then suddenly there's a, there's a man in black, mm-hmm. right. Who, uh, attached to this there's there's some kind of you know cia plot or something mm-hmm. like you know, and, and what happens is is something happens and then right. all these other stories start to form around it and shapes the way we see it and then in the end the actual story that we get bears no resemblance to actually what happened right <laughs> right um and, and then you take people like, and, and I'll mention his name, Tucker Carlson will, will you, you get people like him who come on in, I, I can't watch him. Uh, he, uh, he, he pisses me off to no end, <laughs> but I know his style. I've watched enough yeah. clips of him. He He's one of those that, and we want, you know, when uh you Oliver and myself watched the ins- uh the whole series of in search of uh he does a lot of what they do in there and yeah. that is they ask the question uh did this happen or do- does this person exist but then without even answering that question in the affirmative they go on to ask, you know, well, why did they do this or why did this yeah. happen? It's like, yeah. but you haven't established the fact that it actually happened yet. Yeah. You're you're simply making that leap to, you know, it, well, di- you know, are, are aliens real? Uh, did UFOs come here? Why did they come here? Yeah. What, yeah. You know, it's like, well, wait, wait a second. We haven't established that they've come here yet. We have no evidence. And in this case, I'm sorry, ev- absence of evidence is, in fact, uh, evidence of absence. Yeah. Well, exactly. And, that, and that's the whole the, the, the whole disclosure thing in the 90s. You know, there's no attempt to prove the existence of aliens. By saying there's a cover-up, you're implicitly saying that aliens exist, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right? So, 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 the, and it's and it's, a, it's a clever ploy, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. it, you know, r- rhetorically, it's great um, because you get the the person you're you're li- who's listening to you to believe you, mm-hmm. even without any kind of analysis of your of your evidence. They're they're because, covering it up. Yeah, because you don't have evidence. Of, of course, so, of course. Right. Of course we have no evidence for aliens because they are covering it up. Right, exactly. You know, well, and it's it's, <laughs> it's the, the the perfect the perfect thing. Evidence what? existing evidence prove that it happened. The lack of evidence prove that it happened. Mm-hmm. Right? So no evidence is proof. Yes. <laughs> no proof is proof. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> um, you know. But but somehow some way 
this brain trust that uh, can't walk and chew bubble gum at the same time somehow know all of this. Yes. That is supposed to be being kept a secret by the most cunning and smartest and most deceptive people on earth. Yeah. But, but again, also within this, there's the idea of the whistleblower. Mm -hmm. And and that's what Stephen Greer says. Stephen, Stephen Greer, when he, when he's in the nineties, when when he, he's talking about, um, the, this the disclosure act and the, and this cover up he 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 comes to the conclusion that um it's up to us as civilians to contact the aliens <laughs> because the government's not not going to do it like the elected government's not going to do about it because they don't know the aliens exist the deep state isn't going to do it so because they're working in their interests not ours and so we then have to find ways um, of sort of explain, and it's and it's really weird. Um, we have to kind of it's it's kind of this kind of uh, what what remote viewing kind of oh, mental God, wavelength yes. kind of thing. Um, it's kind oh, of weird yes. that, that we have to get on the on the right wavelength. Many many, um, ma- many late nights of listening to Coast to Coast AM. I know exactly. everything there is to know about remote viewing. Thank you, Major yeah, exactly. Game. So, so it's it's kind of like that in that like we have to get on the same mental wavelength mm-hmm. as the aliens, and then they will contact us, um, you know. And of course, of course, the aliens don't show themselves to protect us. Right. right? So we, we he gets that kind of ad because because the the argument then is well, if people are covering it up, why don't the aliens just talk to us themselves? <laughs> And it's like, well, they're they're protecting us, uh huh, because right now we're not ready for it. Th- that whole we're not ready for it. You know that um, you know we we need to be prepared for it. It would it would cause upset and distress. So to protect us, they're not going to um, do it themselves. <laughs> so we have to do. It. We have to find that wavelength and have this kind of individual contact with the aliens. Mm-hmm. And then repeat what the aliens say. How convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course we're going to, you know, of course there's somebody who's going to be able to <clears throat> speak to the aliens and be able to tell us what they said. Well, this all sounds very yeah. familiar. Yeah. I mean, and, there, and there are loads of people. Um, there's a, a great podcast I listen to by by a guy named Aaron Gullius called The Sa- Saucer Life, hmm. and he does a great episode on on um, the disclosure. But he's a historian, right? So, so he's not trying to prove aliens exist, but he's not also he's but he's not trying to debunk them. He's just saying he's just sort of analyzing the argument and and talking about it. Now now he'll get snarky if if he <laughs> thinks it deserves being snark snarked at. Right. But but he's not trying to do either. He's just saying okay, this is what the disclosure movement said. Like because he's looking at it as as a historian. This is just what they're saying. These are their arguments, um, and kind of leaves it up to to our own conclusions. And so so I, I and and some of the stuff I re-listened to his dis- disclosure episode before um you and i spoke tonight so it's fresh in my mind right because um, really good episode on it 
Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, I, I'm not here to debunk them or prove no. them. Uh, I'm here to yeah, it's scoff. Yep. <laughs> I'm here yep. to point and laugh at some people. Yeah. Especially people on bridges looking for uh, <laughs> dead people uh, to come back to life. Um, yeah, uh, you know, so. and, and 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 so then you you, you, you this is kind of open. Uh, oh, they're kind of already open for this kind of you know um, people like Tucker Carlson who do have, you know, I mean Tucker Carlson doesn't care about UFOs. No. Right. He does. He he probably doesn't even believe in UFOs. No. Um, but he's got a political agenda mm-hmm. and he sees this as this as a way of furthering his political agenda. Right. And I, again, because I, 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 you know, I follow some UFO podcasts. There is a UFO podcast in particular that did an did an episode on how great Tucker. Tucker Carlson was because he he showed how the deep state um, how how the deep state is is hiding the UFO evidence you know um, and all that kind of stuff so, so there are people out there who are kind of buying this these UFO people who are buying this right you know there are normal people like Aaron, Aaron Gullius um, <laughs> you know and then there and then there's this guy whose name I can't remember um, I remember the title of the UF uh, of the podcast but I don't remember the guy's name but um, you know where there there are people who kind of believe this kind of mm-hmm. stuff you know and again you know um, mr. Carlson mm-hmm. uh, he, you know he's just using this as a way of of getting people to believe his political ideology mm-hmm. right you and we and we see this we see this a lot that that people use kind of UFOs to kind of grist their mill, as it were. Right. We, we see that even from the, and we've talked a little bit about it um, before. You know the the sort of early UFO contactee stuff, mm-hmm. uh, where you know a lot of it talk, deals with sort of the the Cold War tensions, um, and a lot of the contactees are, are telling us that the aliens are saying, you know, be peaceful, be nice to each other. Um, don't blow each other up in a nuclear Holocaust. That kind right. Of, right. So there's <laughs> always kind been, of timely. Yeah. So there's always been this kind of, I don't want to say political agenda, but, but a political aspect to mm-hmm. it because it's born, out, you know, it's, it's 1947, right? It's right. You, the, the, the modern day UFO stuff is very much a product of the cold war, mm-hmm. right? In the same way that people like Dave Broadbeck and I are products of the cold war because we, I mean, probably even you too, cause you were around, you were alive during the cold war. Oh yeah. Uh, but we grew up in the cold war, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so shaped by that, right? In the same way that the, the sort of the modern UFO beliefs are very much shaped by that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and we've seen cover-ups. We, we, I mean, there are there are conspiracies. Conspiracies do exist. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean Watergate. It's a failed conspiracy, mm-hmm. but Watergate was a conspiracy. Right. Um, you know, uh, and and so you know, you get again. It's, it's 1972 Watergate, 1980 Roswell. You know, it's it's easy to see why people would start to believe that there was some kind of conspiracy to cover up the existence of aliens by governments because we saw Nixon and his staff and people in his employ covering up a break-in mm-hmm. 
president, you know, a, a, a president approved break in of the, the Democratic offices. Right? right. So, again, you can kind of see how all of these kind of mainstream political things sort of lead lead into the UFO stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Water. You want you think Watergate was bad. Let me tell you about Roswell. <laughs> right. You know, and this isn't just some dumbass president and his and a bunch of lousy, a bunch of lousy uh, thieves, break-in artists. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other government that you don't see. Oh yeah. This is the uh, you know, uh, military industrial complex, mm-hmm. right? At work, and you don't see them because they're a parallel government that you don't see. Even our elected representatives don't see it right right? uh Uh, i i you know a little evidence would go a long way and not not this not this invisible evidence not this you know not this null evidence that is supposed to be the evidence uh something anything i mean the the way it sounds, there seems to be a lot of people involved in this conspiracy yes. to cover it up. Yes. Um. Watergate was approximately seventy people. Yeah. Involved in the conspiracy. Seventy seven zero. And they, n- not all of them could keep their mouths shut. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Mark Felt, uh, yeah. <laughs> who, by the way, if you, if you don't know, uh, turned out to be deep throat. Yes. Um, played by Hal Holbrook. Yes. In the movie. Yep. And, uh, by the way, the character deep throat from the X-Files, uh, I love the character, but, uh, I could point, well, Stephanie and I can point out a lot of flaws about him. Yes. And, and a lot of the problem with conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why, why, Someone, the cl- why the cloak and dagger when you're just yeah. going to show them at the end anyway? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people always talk. Right? Oh, <laughs> people yeah. People always talk. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I mean, I mean, one of the greatest conspiracies was Operation Mincemeat in, in, which, in which the Allies convinced... The, the Nazis that they were going to land at Calais rather than Normandy. Mm-hmm. And they were absolutely terrified that somebody would get drunk one night mm. and <laughs> spill the beans. Right. You know, and it's like, all you need is one drunk guy. Oh yeah. Um, in a bar somewhere <laughs> talking to the wrong person or depending on your view, viewpoint, the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conspiracy is um, exposed oh, yeah. and shot to hell. Oh, yeah. And, and that is a, uh, that that was a problem. <laughs> exactly. um, what was the other, um, well, nah, it doesn't really fit in there, but. Say it anyway. Well, Go ahead. you know, there, there's a lot of people who think that, you know, well, we we had all the Nazi secrets, you know, because we yes. had the Enigma codes. Yes. And, you know, of course, Alan Turing and all that. Well, one of the big problems when you're doing intelligence is trying to figure out which intelligence to act on. Yeah. The problem is 
if you know where the Nazis are going to be all the time, then they're going to know that you know something. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, you know, and, and it's a, you know, it's that touchy situation of, you know, what sacrifices do you make? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we got, get all these stories that, that Roosevelt knew that Pearl Harbor was coming, mm-hmm. uh, that Churchill knew that the bombing of Coventry, Coventry was coming, you know, all n- not true. I mean, Churchill and the, the British knew that it was coming because they could see the planes, mm-hmm. right? You know, <laughs> like there's a point where you can just physically look up and see the planes. They knew they were coming. And my, um, my guess um, my my guess would be with Pearl Harbor. Um, there were pro, you know, th- there were probably suspicions that there something were. something yeah. was coming, but where they didn't know. Yeah, somebody, you know, because why, you know, why why not attack? You know, why not strike? <laughs> Why not strike yeah, this yeah. this country over here playing neutral, but also fueling? Because uh, everyone knew that that the U.S. was fueling the Allied forces. Sure, lend lease. So you know, they, it was only a matter of time before somebody was going to attack. Yeah, there was yeah, no exactly. there, there was no conspiracy. It's just no. you know then I guess the nature of war. Yeah. Well, also, also, and, and, you you know, this is the, the, the thing with Pearl Harbor too, is they were expecting planes. Mm-hmm. They're expecting American planes to come back. So when they first radar first picked up the planes, mm-hmm. everybody assumed that they were these American bombers ah. that were coming back. So obviously, unfortunately for Pearl Harbor, it turned out to be the Japanese, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and not the American planes, but you know, so that was more of a, a comedy of errors, as it were, right? You know, um, you know, and, and so, so you know, and and, th- and this why is kind of in the UFO thing because there's no like even even with Pearl Harbor and and Coventry, the bombing of Coventry, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, they knew they were going to bomb. England, they just didn't know where, right? right. They, they knew they didn't know it was going to be Coventry. They knew it was coming because mm-hmm. I said all you need to do is look up in the sky at some point and the mm-hmm. planes are going right there. Um, you know, but so there, at least for those kinds of conspiracies, there's kind of circumstantial evidence. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't hold up and it's not true, but it, it, at least it there, can, are, there are things that it, you it, can, it's true. It can be dismissed with Occam's razor. Yeah. There's a exactly. simple explanation. Yeah. But there's something there. Right. There, there's with that the, grain, that yeah. that little grain of truth. Exactly. That with the UFO stuff, there's usually not. There's no. There, there's no. You, you have an incident at Roswell, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. After that, it's anyone's game. I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. And 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 what they rely then they rely on is these the, this idea of these whistleblowers, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And, and and there are some very famous whistleblowers. One going by Phoenix. Um, I think we talked about oh. that Mike Farrell TV yes. show. Um, <laughs> yes, UFO we did. UFO cover up. 
live. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> um, because it's UFO cover up question mark and then live with an exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so we get guys like that who then come forward in in incognito right right to sort of say yes i was a part of this i've seen this and all the all these kinds of things and so you, you get these this kind of almost industry it's almost a part-time job for some of these guys i would say for they, some of them it's a full-time job that, that could be true too where I, they kind of pop up on shows like these to be I, this kind of ufo insider i i just work in silhouette yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and, and charge and charge five hundred dollars for an appearance. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> know. Exactly. Oh, by the way, here's my book. Um, you want to buy that <laughs> for twenty bucks? <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, it's it and, it and it really becomes that kind that that kind of thing. You know, and mm-hmm. and and of course, all of these people because they're anonymous and and like Phoenix, they they've pretty much figured out who Phoenix probably was, although right. he claims. He's not Phoenix. So even the identities of the of these people are you can't you can't even verify that. Right. Right. You know, and often what happens is, you know, you'll get somebody, they'll say, who worked for NASA. Mm-hmm. But really what it was is they worked for a contractor who had a contract with NASA. Oh yeah. Na- NASA and they never actually worked with NASA. They worked on some little piddly mm-hmm. thing for this subcontractor that yes. may or may not had have had to do with the contract they had with NASA. Right. Um, um, so it's like you know, but but you just say they work they work with NASA, right? They don't they don't tell you all of this other details. It, so so technically, if you you know if, if you wanted me to you know if you wanted to give me credentials. Uh, for a podcast or something, uh, you could say then I worked for the Department of Defense. Uh, exactly. Because many, many, many years ago, the company that I work for made like three pieces of equipment for test purposes for the DOD. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're part of the deep state is what you're telling me. The Illuminati Social Club suddenly beca- all becomes so so obvious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah the way the way this I, I you know I I can't help but like try to, you know almost cry. <laughs> yeah, you know, thinking about all this, it's like how are people this. Um, I, I don't want to say dumb, uh, maybe ignorant. Yeah, yeah, easily misled. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, you know, and and this is the thing, and and this is again what I want to stress: there are people within the UFO community who are pushing back against this and saying, no, 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 mm-hmm. we we can't, we can't, we can't do that because that leads to very bad things right you know? so you know it, it's it, suddenly again this kind of small minority within a community gets amplified gets amplified by people on the news gets amplified by podcasts you mm-hmm. know and then it's that whole idea it must be true i saw it on tv yep 
right? Um, you know, and then, and then and then you get people, you know, in the American Midwest, for example, you know, who've never heard of UFOs, but they're listening to a certain Mister Sucker, um, <laughs> and you know, because the, they've already bought into his kind of ideology mm-hmm. and his rhetoric, that then just kind of fuels that even more, right? You know, and you know. Ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing this on a podcast. It must be true. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Trust me. Yes. Um, we, we won't say that you're a doctor of cultural studies. Uh, well, technically, I'm a doctor of philosophy. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. As Dave Broadbeck and I point, point out, we're real doctors. <laughs> Medical doctors aren't real doctors. They just use the title. Ah, okay. We're allowed to use the titles because we have fucking PhDs. I, sorry, I, sorry, it's in the bad word. Sucking. Eh, don't worry PhDs. about it. Sucking PhDs. We're, we're, we're allowed one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tucker PhDs. Um. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do not have a PhD. I have an associate's degree. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's it. In electronics. Yeah. That I'm using. So that's good. Um. But again, I mean, you, what 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 I'm doing now is, is is essentially what I do for my job. Is mm-hmm. I'm not looking at the science of it. I'm not looking at the history of it. I'm looking at the way that it's being used within the culture. Right. Because um, ultimately, you know, I don't care if UFOs exist. Oh, I don't either. Um, I don't think they do. <laughs> but um, but I'm more interested in the way that it that it's used politically and culturally. How how mm-hmm. these these ideas are used by people to kind of shape the culture that we're living in. And, and right now the right is doing that. Mm. They're using the UFOs to kind of shape that kind of stuff. And, and then of course you get all, you get all of the, the like the Tic Tac UFO things mm. with, with, with the um, government allegedly coming out and saying they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and really all they're saying is the footage is real. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not saying they're real UFOs. They're just saying that this is footage from, the, the military and this, you know, and they're they're just kind of acknowledging what we already knew about. Well, um, so, it, so my idea on on the footage and on the whatever you know the Roswell incident and all that is, uh, to me the most likely is experimental aircraft. Yeah, and especially like back in the nineteen, you know mid to late 40s uh cold war heating up uh sure or cooling down or i what what is the technical term there um you know whatever whatever crashed in roswell uh most likely was an experimental aircraft that the military didn't want to acknowledge you know right off because uh you know soviets for like actual national security. Yes. Yeah. For actual national <laughs> yeah. security, let's let's just let people think it's a UFO. What harm right. could it cause? Exactly. So that idea of disinformation. And then right. uh you know, let's let's just look uh, you know, fifty years later and ha ah, shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not exper not any kind of experimental aircraft, aliens. Uh huh. 
look that way because then you're not looking at the actual thing. You're right. you're looking you're looking away. And we mm. and we saw that actually with 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 Bill Moore who who co-wrote the Roswell incident. You know he he was a part allegedly a part of a disinformation project by the government in which he fed you know because there was a guy who was taking photographs of Area 51, hmm. and understandably the government wanted to stop him from doing that yeah because the government the government generally doesn't like their military bases to be photographed exactly you know exactly. that's that's kind of a thing uh, you can't do that today <laughs> now 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 the really scummy part is that they they got bill moore to do this when when the guy involved was actually just a very patriotic guy he thought he was doing something good and from from all I've read is he's the kind of guy if the military had come to him and said, "Look, dude, um, don't do these photos anymore," he w- he would have done it. Mm-hmm. But they went through this kind of campaign of disinformation to discredit him. You know, he ended up in a mental institution for a while, all because you know the 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 there was a kind of conspiracy there. Mm. Um, to discredit this guy because they were afraid that he would actually take legitimate photographs of of top secret mm-hmm. uh, aircraft and then spread them around. Yeah, top secret stuff. Yeah, stuff. 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 Um. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is fascinating. Um, yeah. So I like this. I like this episode. This one. Yeah, this uh, is a good episode. I like this. Um, what else you got for us? Um, you know, I mean, again, again, you know, it's just this sort of idea that, you know, we can see how UFO and and these these kinds of stuff are kind of being manipulated, Mm -hmm. right? You know, not, you know, the stories are being manipulated. Um, the people are being manipulated. Not all of them. As I said, there, there are people who are legitimately pushing back against this, um, you know, um, but it, 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 but they kind of, it kind of feeds into all this sort of paranoia, uh, Mm -hmm. stuff that, that some people in the UFO community kind of already have, you know, um, and so then you get people who are using it for political reasons um, that have nothing to do with UFOs, but need to find a way of convincing other people. They they, want to reach, they want to reach that audience. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's like uh, young earthers. Mm -hmm. Um, believing wanting to find that you that bigfoot exists mm-hmm. because if bigfoot exists then it disproves evolution <laughs> right you, i don't that, know does it yeah <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> right you know but but the, but there's a lot of young earthers you know a mm-hmm. religious group who, who believe that god created earth and the earth is a lot younger than, than we than we think right. and that if bigfoot exists then somehow it kind of right. disproves evolution and all that kind of stuff. Right. right, it's that kind of thing. They they don't care about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. They want they they have a religious view that they want to put forward. Right, and they lash on to Bigfoot as a way of doing this, in the same way that people on the certain people on the right don't care about UFOs. They just want they just. They just latch on to it as a way of furthering their political viewpoints. And as you said, getting getting that audience and bringing that audience on board. Right. Um, and, and, and it's working for some for some people. Right. 
you know, um, certainly one one podcaster I listen to occasionally. I have to be in the right mood for it. Um, other, otherwise, I want to throw my iPad across the room. Um, but um, <laughs> don't do that. Um, it's expensive. No, I know, I know. I paid for it myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know. It, you know, there there are people who believe that and then sort of just, you know, reproduce it, you know, mm-hmm. spew it back out to, to people. And who and you think of that one podcaster, I have no idea how many people listen to him, hmm. right? But how many people who listen to that will then believe that, you know, and mm-hmm. then, you know, start telling it to other people, right? You know. So that's where, that, that's where I miss Art Bell. Because um, <laughs> it was like, you you could hear all sorts of stuff in one day, you know, in, yeah. in one night of listening, you know, rather than, you know, I, I don't want to listen to, you know, seven different podcasts to hear all the things you could hear on Art Bell. No. no. And, and the thing is, George Norrie just isn't the same. No. No. I mean, Art Bell was the, because I am convinced Art Bell never believed anything, so. Yeah. No, he didn't I, believe I, in I, any I, of that. He just, he just provided the platform. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. You know, as as a as a, a guy with an interest in the topic, mm-hmm. and so wanted to explore that topic. Yep. You know, and and so you know he he started started the show. So yeah, I could I could see that. So, sorry, I I, I keep taking us off on tangents. Um, That's okay. <laughs> you should listen to me teach. I go off on tangents all the time. Oh, good. Well, this is that, that's all this show is about. Uh, yeah. You know, just it's, going it's, off on tangents. Tangential convergence. Oh no! No, wait, no, wrong one. Show. Wrong one. <laughs> no, no, that that's a copyright claim, right there. Oh, that's a copy. Uh, TM trademark. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, uh, anything else? Um, no, not really. I think you know, you know. I, again, I didn't want to go into a deep dive on it, but I just right. wanted to give sort of an idea of sort of how how it and and so like you know because it really came from my. Um, you know, me thinking, what would somebody think tuning into Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. and then suddenly getting a bunch of UFO stuff? <laughs> it, it's like, you know, what, why would Tucker Carlson go out of his way to start talking about this stuff? You know, um, True. you know, and, and again, as I said, from a literary perspective, from a cultural studies perspective, I'm always, I'm always interested, even though politically in Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson and I are not on the same wavelength at all. Um, you don't you know, say. Yeah. <laughs> I, st- I still find it interesting how he uses it, mm-hmm. you know, to further his sort of his cultural goals, his political goals, um, and, and, and his, his, the, the kind of agenda that he puts oh, forward. I, absolutely. Um, yeah. There, there's, there's plenty of those that I that like that. That I, I can't stand them. I, I hate the messages that they, that they convey, like Tucker Carlson, like uh, 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 Alex Jones. But the way in which they do it, and how they reach people through it is, it's an art form. Uh, yeah, it it is. really it is. It. There is a there. There is a certain uh, something that it's just not taught. Uh, you just you have to find it, and yeah. I, I don't have that. 
yeah. <laughs> or else I'd have a lot more subscribers to this podcast. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I'm 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 not extreme enough. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're not talking about. Um, you know, we're we're not sitting here telling people that UFOs are real and right. that, uh, you know. Na- you know, in- insert name of dead person who died 20 years ago is coming yeah. back now. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. we're not saying any of that. Yeah. Or are we? Um, be, be, and, and being blocked by the feminazis. Uh-huh. I, I miss I miss the feminazi term. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, I know. It's one, of, it's one of those things that make me roll my eyes. But, it, it, you know. Oh, I know. It's a great term, feminazi, you know. <laughs> Well, politically and and in, and and gender genderically, um, in terms of gender and politics, I completely disagree with that. It's a great term. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can remember. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> on that bombshell. Yes, <laughs> yes, we're gonna end it there, uh, Steve. <laughs> where where can people find you out there? Um, well, as as they know, you, I, um, Oliver, and Heavy D, and uh, Jason down there in our armpit do our uh, misogynist, Ma- uh, masochist, uh, uh, masochism <laughs> on the misogynist. Now, the masochist, not the misogynist. Um, although some movies, although some movies have been misogynistic. But, oh, oh um, you the, think? <laughs> uh, the mas- masochistic film collective, Ma- masochist um, movie collective. Oh, that's it. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> MMC. Right. Um, um, you can you can find me on there. You can find Dave Broadbeck and I, the aforementioned Dave Broadbeck and I, talking about Mad Men in our Sterling Cooper, David Steve um, podcast. Um, and if you want to shout abuse at me, uh, I really wish you wouldn't. But if you if you feel a need, you can do that on the Twitter at Doc Pinko. Uh, you could also find myself, Doc Pinko, and Oliver Rockside. Uh, not, not presently, uh, we're, we're done with it, but, uh, if you look up the turtle stash cast, uh, that's turtle as in the little shelled animal, S T A C A. I'm sorry, S T A C H E all one word turtle stash cast. Uh, look, look that up. Uh, I'll have a link and, uh, we are, we did, uh, all six seasons of the original In Search Of, hosted by Leonard Nimoy. All we have now are the flashbacks. Yep. And now we are... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the non-flashbacks. <laughs> they, uh, they're coming out uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for your listening pleasure. And then they'll just stay there in perpetuity or until Anchor goes out of business. <laughs> uh, they're also all on the uh, on archive.org Um a great, a great resource. Yeah. Um, you could find me and uh, the aforementioned Heavy D, Stephanie, uh, talking about food and stuff uh, over on the SGMR podcast. And you could find me on, you could find me personally on Twitter at AlienCG. But if you have anything to say regarding this show, I would honestly prefer it at IlluminatiPod. Kind of just keeps things, you know, sequestered in their nice little, you know, their neat little boxes like I like them. So, um, 
anyway, Steve, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And what I'm really impressed about is that we went through this whole thing about conspiracies and everything, and we never once mentioned Flat Earth. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.